What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Rocks Pile Podcast, part of Fansided Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Kevin Henry and Noah Yingling. So welcome to the Rocks Pile Rockies Report. After the Brewers take a 6-5 to five win over the Rockies at Coors Field on Saturday night, uh, Kevin Henry, one of the site experts for RocksPile.com, joined by Noah Yingling. Uh, Noah, uh, obviously, two big moments in late in this game in my mind. First of all, let's look back to the eighth inning. Rockies have the bases loaded, one out. Uh, Rymel Tapia uh, goes out of the zone to strike out uh, on a swing strike three. And then Daza with a tapper back to the mound, and the Rockies don't score in that inning. And that would come back to bite them. Yeah, and also too, I mean, the biggest question out of the game is going to be with Austin Gomber. As we talked about yesterday, he has an ERA at cores of .95 in five previous starts prior to today. And today, obviously, he struggled in the first inning, and then he was pulled after two innings um, due to precautionary reasons. But uh, that will be a big key for the Rockies going forward. And he, uh, hopefully it's nothing too serious, but it couldn't, even if it's not too serious, it could impact his chances at being in the All-Star game. It could. And, and one thing about Gomber is if you look at next week's schedule, and again, we don't know, Bud Black is still coming to the podium right now, uh, so we're waiting to get more information. I doubt we'll have much tonight. Uh, again, as Noah mentioned, uh, Gomber left after a precautionary uh, left forearm uh, tightness, I believe it was, and of course, being a southpaw, uh, not a surprise, it's the left arm, but one thing that we've got to check out is that next week's schedule, uh, if you look ahead, on Monday there's a day off, two games in Seattle, then Thursday a day off before they go to Milwaukee, uh, we're going to actually have our friends from reviewing the brew join us on this as well, so we're super excited about that. Uh, but three games in Milwaukee. So depending on what happens with John Gray tomorrow uh, in terms of his comeback minor uh, league start at AAA, it's conceivable that Gray could come back and take Gomber's place 
in the rotation. And again, you know, there's a lot to learn about this. Uh, but our friends from reviewing the brew, let's talk to you for just a minute because uh, uh, Hader looked like uh, the man that he always is there in the bottom of the ninth. Yeah, dude, Hader's just, uh, he's been electric this year, and he's been bringing it uh, the whole time. He's got the velocity up, and he doesn't go more than one inning for whatever reason. I, I thought last night, you know, after only seven pitches, he could have gone out there for the 10th, but uh, they decided not to put him out there for, for two innings for uh, whatever reason. Council's pretty adamant that he's not going more than one. Um, but yeah, it, it's kept him fresh and he's been able to go, um, you know, back to back days a lot more often. And, um, it, he just looks electric each time out there. And kudos to the Brewers, uh, bullpen. I mean, after, uh, uh Hauser goes six innings, uh, the rest of the bullpen takes a shutout, uh, for the remaining three, uh, allowing just two Rockies hits on the flips. Uh, the Rockies give up four runs out of the bullpen, including Tyler Kinley coming in to get the save in the ninth. Uh, obviously, did not go uh, as Bud Black had hoped. And, and Noah, obviously, one of the questions that I, I think is going to be asked uh, is why Kinley in the ninth uh, was Estevez not available? Was Bard not available? What happened that Kinley was chosen to take that role? Uh, with Bard, I, I would assume that he was not available since he pitched back-to-back days. But that goes back to the first game where he pitched in a non-save situation. Why is your closer pitching in a non-save situation? Um, with Estevez, he, he hasn't pitched well lately. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. I mean, we talked a few days ago about it, how he's got an ERA... I believe in the month of June, I'd have to look it up real quick, but it, it's something like eight or something like that. And it's, hey, right now he isn't the guy that the Rockies had for the first two months of the season. Obviously, it was split by the stint on the IL, but actually it's a six ERA in the month of June. And batters are hitting 348 against Estevez, so... Looking at this game, uh, the starters had issues. Uh, again, Hauser with five runs and six innings. Uh, Gombert leaving early. That shuffled everything for the Rockies. Chasheen having to come back in uh, after pitching a really solid 10th last night. Gave the Rockies two innings tonight. One thing to look at, and, and again, from a Rockies point of view, you got to pull out a few uh, positives here, at least in the bullpen. There aren't a ton. But uh, Lucas Gilbert actually did well getting a hold tonight. And then Justin Lawrence making his return uh, two innings as well. Uh, but i got to ask our friends from reviewing the brew. One thing that, you know, we heard so much about coming into the series was going to be the strength of the Milwaukee rotation. They've been batted around a little bit. We can use the Coors analogy and everything else. But have you been surprised to see that happen? Yeah, I mean, those... Uh couple of outings there from Woodruff and Burns were pretty uncharacteristic for them and, you know, with the crackdown on, on the sticky stuff, you know, coming in in the next couple of weeks, you don't know like, you know, is it something from that or is it just cores um, and just kind of most pitchers not really having their best stuff and the best stuff in the high elevation, yep. you know, we'll see, but, you know, starts like that time to time and yeah, they didn't have the best stuff from, from this group this turn through, but 
You know, the rest of the team, you know, they picked him up tonight. You know, as mentioned before, the bullpen, you know, did pretty well. Um, the offense was coming up with clutch hits. They had him early. And then Willie Adamas coming through uh, the ninth inning, that was huge. And, and yeah. he's just been a fantastic addition overall with, with what he's brought to the team. Uh, but the, the rotation, yeah, not their best turn through for Woodruff and Burns and, and Hauser, but... Um, they're able to at least put an end to the skid here and make it a pretty good night in Milwaukee sports, bucks and seven. Uh, that got to get that in there. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's just one of those nights where the, the city's just, the, the, the city's not going to lose. So, um, you guys just kind of had to run into that. Oh, absolutely. Well, and as you mentioned, Adamas four for five tonight, three RBIs, three runs scored, uh, solid night. And on the Rocky side, we've again got to mention that top of the lineup uh, that mentions Tapia. Uh, another hit. The hitting streak keeps going tonight. Daza, uh, two for five, right behind him. And one heck of a catch in center field as well. And so, you know, Noah, I think what we're seeing is that top of the lineup really solidifying when Tapia and Daza both kind of feed off each other's energy. Yeah, and for the Rockies, that was the biggest key for the game is – as we mentioned, with the Rockies at Coors Field, they're a playoff team. On the road, they're the worst team in baseball. And, I mean, even today, the offense, the top seven guys in the lineup, every single one of them got a hit. Four of them had an REI. And then, even with Elias Diaz hitting eighth, he didn't have a hit, but he had two walks. So, one through eight, every single guy got on base. And it was just... Gomber with the injury. Yep. Shasin, who has barely pitched at all this year, and now he's pitched in two games in a row. I think that was part of the problem. And then just the rest of the bullpen. The offense has been has not been the problem at Coors Field. As we know on the road, they're awful. I mean, there's really no other way to put it. They're awful on the road. Um, but at Coors Field, especially Atapia and Daza at the top, they're hitting both now over 300. By the way, too, on Adamus, since with his game tonight, since he has joined the Brewers, he is hitting 292. And when he was with Tampa earlier this year, he was hitting 197. Love that guy. Yeah, especially to, tonight, his average with the Brewers was brought up nearly 30 points with going four for five. Yeah, and when the Brewers got him, I mean, that, that was something that uh, Adamus had talked about. He couldn't see the ball very well in Tropicana Field uh, down there in Tampa Bay. He just he just couldn't pick it up well for whatever reason. You know, he, he always kind of had this hitting ability, but with half of his games being played in a stadium where he really couldn't see the ball, uh, really kind of drove down his stats. So, you know, it, it appears that bringing him to Milwaukee has uh, really helped him figure that out and it's helped him bring, you know, energy, not not just bringing energy to the clubhouse because no matter how he's hitting, he's going to bring that, but also just kind of bringing energy into the lineup when, when he's getting, you know, three, four uh, hits in a game and he's coming up with clutch home runs and um, doubles and just kind of really uh, providing for the team that way along with, you know, what he does in the clubhouse. So getting him out of Tampa has, has really done wonders for him, so... Uh, it's it's good that the Brewers are able to, to take advantage of that. All right, well, let's uh, hey, let's bring out a little bit of breaking news.
is here. So uh, Bud Black has been at the podium while we've been talking here a little bit. Uh, Nick Grove from The Athletic tweeting out that left forearm soreness, the bumped gomber, uh, showed up more in the thick of the muscle on the arm and less near the joint, uh, Bud Black says. So very good sign. Uh, and then Daniel, Danielle Allentuck with Colorado Springs Gazette, uh, Denver Gazette, is also saying that Gomber said that the forearm actually started to tighten up a little bit during warm-ups, but was hoping that it would go away. So I think that what we saw, you know, in those first two innings, I mean, uh, he was not fooling any of the Brewers hitters, uh, especially right off the bat. So it sounded like it was something that was bothering him from the very start. But hopefully good sign ahead for the Rockies. Hey, real quick, as we keep these pretty short after the game, uh, let's look ahead to tomorrow. For the Brewers taking the mound, Eric Lauer uh, with the 1-3 mark, 5.180 ERA. Chichi Gonzalez will be on the mound for the Rockies, 2-4 with 5.76 ERA. Um, and guys, our friends from reviewing the Brewers just real quick. Uh, Lauer seems like he's given up some big innings this year. Has that been the biggest uh, downfall of his that you guys have seen? Yeah, Lauer's had some uh, weird ups and downs. He dominated the Dodgers and the Padres, but yet against teams like uh, like the Pirates and you know really just kind of more lower level teams, he's uh, struggled. Um, so it's been kind of weird to see that from from our end. But uh, yeah, you know, big innings can be an issue with him, especially early on uh, before he gets kind of settled in. Um, so that's really just kind of going to be the key for him is trying to settle in, limit any early damage, and, and not let innings get out of his control. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't think many Brewers fans have super high expectations uh, for Eric Lauer, but, um, you know, it's, it's just kind of the, the nature of the You're in the, the middle of a long stretch here without an off day. Um, 33 games in 34 days before the All-Star break. Brewers are going with a six-man rotation. You know, he's the sixth guy. You know, he's, he's currently after the number three guy in, in Hauser, but that's just where they slot him in. Um, but, but he's the sixth guy on that depth chart, so, you know, expectations can only be so high. And, and if you really look at it, Chi-Chi kind of fills that role, I think, for the Rockies as well. So, yeah. you know, we, we may have a classic Coors game coming tomorrow. Who knows? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's very possible. Uh, and, Noah, I'm just going to leave you with maybe the understatement of the night. Uh Bud Black was asked about Elias Diaz and how he's feeling after the game. Bud's quote was, he's a little sore. I wonder why. <laughs> after the beating he took tonight and some of the placement of the hits of those balls, I would be a little sore as well. So God bless Elias Diaz, no doubt about that. And the thing uh, is, too, with him is he is one of a few Rockies hitters who's actually hit well against Lauer in his career. Which I would assume he's not going to be in the starting lineup now no. tomorrow. Um, uh, he'll still be in the hot tub. Tomorrow. No, yeah, give that man some rest. <laughs> yeah. So, but like Charlie Blackman, because Lauer, of course, was with the Padres, so Blackman has seen him with the Padres. Yeah. Blackman in 18 at bats is hitting 611 with two homers and four RBI against him. And uh, Trevor Story is 7 for 14 with two homers and nine RBI against him. send us like uh you know cj crone or, or someone soon like to, we <laughs> first base man well hey let, let's work on a trade article what do you say we're down with yeah that. man I'm, I'm down 
But I, I, I wanted Crone in the offseason. I, I saw you tweet that out the other night. I was like, yeah. Um, well, you know, who knows? He may be yours at the trade deadline. Funny so. story. I wrote an article in 2018 saying the Rockies should sign Crone. And when they signed him this offseason, I was like, oh, let's push that out again. <laughs> Uh, we, we honestly, this is dead serious, we love where we play the Brewers because it's always fun to have reviewing the Brewer around. And so, uh, Gotta love the Haterade. Uh, you know, best yeah. friends here over the next week and a half with our teams playing each other so much. So uh, it's awesome, man. And uh, we appreciate all of you tuning in after the game. We do this after every Rockies game. So join us here on Twitter Spaces. We'll talk a little bit about what we saw as well as look ahead. Uh, but for uh, our friends who are reviewing the Brew, as well as my fellow guys, my fellow site co-expert, Noah Yingling, uh, this is Kevin Henry signing off for the evening from Coors Field. And hey, go Rockies. Go Brewers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.